Glory, 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 glory. Welcome to another episode of Grace and Faith Podcast. Thank you for listening in. Let's say a word of prayer even as we look into God's word. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to fellowship with your word. Thank you for the ministry of the spirit of truth that is at work within us. Dear Lord, I pray that even as we look into God's word, that your word will come to us in simplicity, in clarity, and in power. I pray that our minds will be renewed and our lives will be transformed. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Alright, so uh, today I'll be speaking on the topic, Walking in the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit. And I'll be taking the test from Galatians chapter 5, Galatians 5, verse 16 to 26. Galatians 5, 16 to 26. I say then, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lost against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Praise God. Alright, let's go back to verse 16. Paul said, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, because the word um, spirit is capitalized, most of us are quick to think that Paul was talking here about the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. But not at all. Paul was actually making a comparison between the spirit and the flesh. Now, just the same way the word flesh, when Paul said flesh, was Paul talking about our physical body, like this flesh of ours? No. Now, let me quickly say this. That um, the meaning of a word is best discovered within the context of usage. That is, if you want to get the right meaning of a word, look at the context with which it was used. Unless the word has a singular meaning across board, then you can say, okay, this is what it's saying. But when a word has several meanings, 
which is often the case, then you want to check the context with which it was used. Praise God. So when you use the word flesh, for example, is it necessarily, most especially in the Bible now, is it necessarily talking about the physical body? Not at all. Just in this case, if you go to verse 24, Paul said, And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. So is your physical body crucified? No, it is not. So the flesh that Paul was talking about is the old nature of man, the sinful nature of man. So Paul is saying that have been crucified already. Just like in Galatians 2.20, Paul speaking said, I've been crucified with Christ. What is he talking about? The whole nature has been nailed to the cross. He said, nevertheless I live, yet not high, but Christ that lives in me. He says, the life I now live in the flesh. Now the flesh is not talking about the life I live in my physical body. I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Praise God. So whenever you see the flesh, the word flesh in the Bible, you want to read it in context to know exactly what the author was talking about. Is it talking about the sinful nature, the old nature of man? Or is it talking about the physical body? So in this case where Paul is talking about the flesh being crucified already, he said, I've crucified the flesh, verse 24. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Paul was talking about the old nature, the sinful nature of man. said it has been crucified with its passions and desires. So in verse 16, when Paul was comparing the spirit and the flesh, he was actually comparing the new nature of man and the old nature. It was these verses that the new nature, which is the spirit, versus the old nature, which is the flesh. So when Paul said, I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Paul is saying that, walk in your new nature. Walk in your new nature, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Praise God. I've explained this before in um, previous episodes, that when you got born again, when we got born again, our physical body didn't change. Our soul, which comprised of our mind, emotions, feelings, did not change. What changed was our spirit man. Our spirit became recreated. We, we had a new spirit. It's the spirit of God as it were. It belongs to God. So God created us anew. A new spirit was born. Bible says that except a man is born again, it shall not say the kingdom of God. Jesus said, he that is born of the spirit is spirit. So the new nature is the spirit. Hallelujah. So when Paul says that walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh, Paul was saying walk in your new nature and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Praise God. That means the solution to not walking in the flesh is walking in your new nature, walking in the spirit. The solution to not walking in the old nature is to walk in the spirit, walk in your new nature. Hallelujah. And that also shows us that, it's, now remember Paul was writing to Christians in Galatia. So if he's telling them 
what in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh is saying that it's possible to actually fulfill the lust of the flesh hallelujah you might want to ask how is that possible i thought we have crucified the flesh i thought the old nature has been taken away from man yes Bible says the stony heart was removed. The heart of flesh was, re uh, the heart of stone was removed. We have a new spirit. Yes, that is very true and very accurate. But you see, there are residues of that sinful nature in the mind of man, even the born again man. And that's why the scripture says in Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Paul speaking also. He said, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so if it's not possible to walk or fulfill the lust of the flesh, Paul won't have said in Galatians chapter 5 verse 16, that walk in the spirit so that you not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And the reason why that is possible is because there are residues of that sinful nature in our minds. And so we will need to renew our mind with the word of God. We will need to renew our mind in the word of God. And that will be the only way that will be able to work in the new nature. That will be the only way that will be able to work in the spirit. And that will be the only way that we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Praise God. In verse 17 of that Galatians 5, he says, For the flesh lost against the spirit. That's the old nature lost against the new nature. And the spirit against the flesh, the new nature lost against the flesh. The whole nature. See, and these are contrary to one another. They are what and opposite, light and darkness. See, so that you do not do the things that you wish. So the, the new nature has a new wish, has, an, has a new desire that is godly, that is of God. But your old nature, by the residues that is already in your mind, because listen, your mind actually controls your reactions most times. Praise God. Your mind your thinking pattern, it controls your reactions, your actions. It controls how you live as it were. And so you've got to let your mind learn what has happened to your new man. What has happened to you when you got born again. How that you're a new man. You've got to let your mind learn those things. And that's where the renewing of the mind comes in. By your mind learning the thing that has happened to you when you got born again, your mind will not be able to conform to the word of God and not conform to this world. Praise God. That's why if you read Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 to verse 24. That's going to be a long one also, but let's just read it. Paul speaking also. He said, This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, said that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind. Did you see that? Everyone walks according to their mind. It only what happens is what exactly is the state of your mind? Is it a renewed mind, or you're walking in the vanity of futility of your mind? Praise God. So he's saying that the Gentile says, referring to everyone that is not born again. So he's saying to believers, he says, guys, 
You should not work as the rest of the Gentiles, as the rest of the world that are people that are not born again. He said, what the, now how do people in the world work? They work in the futility of their mind. We as believers should work in a renewed mind. And the renewing of the mind is a continuous process. That's actually where spiritual growth is. As you renew your mind, you're growing. And that's why we pay attention to God's word. That's why we listen to God's word. That's why we read God's word. It's for the renewing of the mind so that we can walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. So Paul says, This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. How do they walk? In the futility of their mind. He said, Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. So they are separated from the life of God. They are not born again. They don't have the new nature. So they have no choice than to work in the vanity and the futility of their mind. But we have the life of God. We are not in ignorance. So what is expected of us is that we educate our mind of what has happened to us by being born again. Glory to God. So I continue. Verse 19 said, Whooping past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to walk all uncleanness with greediness. These are the works of the flesh Paul talked about in Galatians 5. Lewdness, uncleanness, with greediness. That's how the Gentiles walk. People that are not born again. They walk in the futility of their minds. Praise God. Now look at verse 20. He said, but you have not so learned Christ. So it is as we learn Christ that we have our mind renewed, that we do not walk in the futility or the vanity of our minds. He said, but you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. So it's as we learn Jesus. It's as we learn the truth of God's word. It's as we learn Christ that we have our minds renewed. And we are able to work in the spirit. Hallelujah. He said, but you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus said that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust so he said as you learn christ what you're doing that you are putting off the old man where is that old man is in your mind the residue of the old man is right there in the mind so the mind will need to learn Christ. The mind will need to learn the truth of God's word. The mind will need to be renewed after the knowledge of the new man in Christ. Praise God. He said, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. He said, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Can you see that again? And what? Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So it's as your mind is renewed. That you put off the old man. As your mind is renewed, you put off the, you remove the residues in your mind of the old nature. As the mind is renewed, you put on the new man. Does it? Verse 24. And that you put on the new man, which was created 
according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Hallelujah. So your new man was created in true righteousness and holiness. It was created by God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. A new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So you are you were created and new in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2.10 We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So you have been created and new. Your mind did not get recreated. It was only a spirit man that was recreated. Your mind needs to be renewed. And that is done by learning Christ, by learning the truth of God's word, by understanding what has become of you when you got born again. It is as you do this, you walk in the spirit. It is as you do this, you walk in the new nature. It is as you do this, you put on the new man. That putting on the new man is actually talking about your mind being engulfed as a new person. And by so doing, you put off the old man. Praise God. So let's go back to that test again. As we round off this, this, there's going to be a part two of this. So working in the spirit, this is part one. We are going to have part two. As I've not even gotten to where I intend to get to. Amen. So Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16. I say then, work in the spirit, work in your new nature. And you shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh, the loss of the old nature, the sinful nature, the old man. So for the flesh lost against the flesh, against the spirit, pardon me, that the flesh, the old nature, the old man, the sinful nature, lost against the spirit. That's your new nature, your new man. Said, and the spirit against the flesh. And these, they are contrary to one another. Like they are light and the other is darkness. The spirit is light. The flesh is darkness. Praise God. Said, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. Say, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. If you are led by the new nature. If you are led by the new nature, you are not under the law. Under any law of bondage. Under any law of sin and death. Under the law of Moses. Praise God. And that's where the difference is. You see, there are many people out there that are born again, actually. They are believers. But you see that the way they act, you begin to wonder, are these guys even born again at all? It is because they have not learned to renew their mind according to their new nature. So they are walking in the flesh. They are fulfilling the lust of the flesh. But you are not in the flesh. Praise God. Let me round off with Romans chapter 8 and verse 10. Romans chapter 8 and verse 10. We're going to pick up from there next week by God's grace. Romans 8, I'll read verse 9 and verse 10. Say, but you are not in the flesh. You are not in your whole nature. Say, but in the spirit. You are in the new nature. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Is the spirit of God in you? Yes, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. The moment you go born again. So the spirit of God in you. That means you are in the spirit. Bible says now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, it is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body of sin is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Praise God. So say to yourself, I am not in the flesh. I am in the spirit. I work in the spirit. I work in the new nature. Hallelujah. 
Praise God forevermore. So this episode, we have just learned what it means to walk in the Spirit. By God's grace, in, that next, in the next episode, Walking in the Spirit 2, we are going to look at how to do it. There is an how. You have known what it is. Then how do you walk in the Spirit? Praise God forevermore. It's been a wonderful time sharing God's word with you. And I believe you have been blessed greatly. Thank God for his word and thank God for his spirit. I will encourage you, share this with somebody. We need men, more believers, walking in the spirit and not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. Alright, let's catch up again next week Sunday. Cheers. Thank you.